Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Basically Baseball. Um, obviously, it's the postseason. I freaking love October baseball more than anything in the world, even when the Cubs aren't playing, which it's it so sucks, fun. but I can watch it with like less stress than usual. And you have no like you have no bias. So it's just like actually that's not true. Well, because yeah. I mean, it's, it's always there's always one team <laughs> that you want to win more than others. Yeah. But well, I'm always a Cubs fan, and then I'm like whoever plays the Cardinals, which we will get into that in a second. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but let's keep this kind of short and sweet. Um, you guys know me. I'm Maddie. I'm at CHC Maddie on Twitter. I run the podcast account, which I started posting on Instagram again. I started posting on our podcast account on Insta. So give that a follow. It's linked in our link tree on the podcast account on Twitter. So then I'll give this to Kit because she's sitting right next to me. Um, hi, I'm Kit. Uh, I'm at 97 Soroka on Twitter. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's all I really have to say. I'm eating candy corn right now. Um, anyone next? Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Um, hi, I'm Sarah. Um, my Twitter's 30Conforto. Um, you can find me complaining about the Mets on there, even though they aren't in the playoffs, but it is what it is. And I'll pass it to Anna. Uh, hi, I'm Anna. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Yelch Forever. Um, I basically just talk brewers over there. You can support me by following my blog. I'm going to post something soon. And I'm Lorelai. I'm at Harrison Bader on Twitter, and I just bitch about St. Louis because <laughs> I hate them right now. <laughs> I also hate them right now <laughs> and everything. Right now. <laughs> right, <laughs> now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's just go ahead and get into it. Um, Lorelai, I know this pains you very much, but we need to talk about the wild card game. I don't want to. That made me sad. I didn't even have any fighting it and I was just still made me sad um I was able I missed like the first about three innings of it but those those were the only innings I watched because I had a concert that night um (laughs) but I thought I thought the Cardinals were looking pretty good in the first few innings and then I was just kind of paying attention on the on the app and it's just like I don't know what the fuck's going on and then they put Alex Reyes in and they left him in, and then they hit the the walk off, and I was crying. I was already crying at the concert, but I was especially crying because of that. Which concert did you go to? I saw Lucy Dacus. I've heard that. I don't name. know if you guys know her. Oh, she's, she's, friend, she's friends with Phoebe. Yeah, I know. She was in like a, in a band with her, Boy Genius. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I There's love her. Running down my hall. Yeah, I right heard now. that. I They're heard like. That. I love living in the freshman dorms as a sophomore. It's so much fun. But um, so pretty much the part of the game I watched, it was, do I, mm, I'd pretty much say it was like a pitcher's duel. I, I love, I love. Oh, what, definitely. I love the classic pitcher's duel so much, especially Max Scherzer. And speaking of Max. All bad. My bad guys. But speaking of Max, did you guys all see the video of, um, so it was after the game and obviously Juan Soto was there and Max. Do you guys, do you guys you... use group me like for anything? Because yeah. so we use group me for Sigma Kappa and I have like, the, I don't know how to turn off the like iMessage notifications too. So like I'll get them from the app and then I'll get them like as an actual text. You can like mute like your actual like notifications. Like iMessage? Yeah. Well, yeah, but anyway. <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, so there's one soda like sitting like right behind home plate. Was he wearing a Trey jersey? Yeah. I couldn't remember if it was Trey yeah, Max, was but Trey. he was wearing his Trey Turner jersey. Which is so funny. Like a national Trey Turner jersey, which I thought was so sweet. So cute. So cute. I but um anyway, Max ran over there and he was like, they were so cute together. I and like, the fact that they didn't know that. Like Trey and Max didn't know he was coming. Really? Yeah, I didn't know I that. Yeah, so when they saw him, they were like, actually, like surprised. Yeah. Um, Lorelai, speaking of the Cardinals, I bet you are excited because it's like somebody was out as manager today. Oh yeah, Mike Schilt got fucking fired. Sorry, I'm cursing. <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> Should I start an F bomb count? I think we're I think we're at two so far. 
Okay. A lot of coaches are getting fired. Like Jace just got fired. Yeah. For the Padres. Um, David Ross is still in. How much do you want to bet that Mike Schilt will go to the Padres? I've been seeing that a lot on Twitter. Mm. I don't know if it's just people trying to stir uh stir things up or any or something, but yeah. I just say it as like a meme. The yeah. Yankees just fired like half their staff. And they're looking to they're like thinking about replacing Boone as well. That'll definitely be interesting. I yeah, that'll definitely be something interesting to like look out for. I love it like after like immediately after the season, and you just like try to figure out which guys have jobs on the line. Yeah, literally, it's like <laughs> right. The thing is though, is that the Padres apparently looking to into Ron Washington, who like I think if anything, the Braves need to keep for when Brian Snicker eventually gets fired. So that way we can replace him with Ron. Like I don't want Ron to go anywhere else because he mm. just he's just such a good job. And I know that he'd be a good manager, but like I want him to be our manager. <laughs> Not the Padres. Yeah. But back to what I was saying about Max Scherzer. He pitched a great game. Wayne Wright pitched a great game, as much as I don't want to say it, but <laughs> it's crazy to me, like. I don't know. He's so old. He's just an old man. And I'm tired of this old man. I'm tired of him and I'm tired of Molina. Which oh, d- don't get me started. Yeah. Yeah. Which I see. Yadi's gone. Yadi's gone after next year. So I feel like yeah. I'm like I'm almost like free. You're free. They won't play the, the game got turned off. I'm trying to watch the Giants in the Dodgers game while recording this. And yeah. TBS is acting a fool and won't let us watch it. So, because we'll have to keep score the old fashioned way. Not the MLB app. The MLB app, that app, guys, <coughs> I think it's so annoying. <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but not a fan. Personally, not a fan. I just use it for game day, honestly. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's like a glitch with mine, but I used to have a tab like on the front, like literally it's first thing when you open it it would bring me to the cubs and now that's not now like my favorite team isn't there anymore does yours do that um it did that for a little bit and then it fixed itself but i also don't get notifications for all of the teams that i follow i only get notifications for the braves and the red Sox, even though i have the giants and the rays mine is currently not fixed so that's kind of frustrating yeah but do you remember when it used to like turn the music off when you opened it no Really? Because it used to. Yeah, it, it still does that. It does that to me all the time, and it's annoying. Because I remember my friend Jake kept on tweeting them about it, and then they're like, "Okay, we fixed it." But I guess it doesn't do that for yeah. anyone. It doesn't do it for me anymore. Thank God. Um. So I share my. Well, it's not really sharing. It's more like I leech off of her. But my best friend Melissa, she buys, or no, she doesn't buy. I think she gets it for free through T-Mobile, but she has MLB TV. And so I log into her account. And so like, I try to set, obviously like on my phone, I want my favorite team to be like the Cubs because it'll show up as like the app icon, but she's currently having the Yankees has her favorite team because her freaking boyfriend is a Yankees fan. So Jake, if you're listening to this, F you. <laughs> also the Yankees lost. LOL. That's funny. That's funny. Sorry. That's at we're at three, I think. Sorry. (laughs) My bad. Speaking of the Yankees, did you guys watch that game? I was out. Um, what did I have going on that? I don't even remember what I had going on that day, but I missed like most of it. it? It Last Tuesday. It was last Tuesday. Oh. But I watched it. I don't remember anything though. (laughs) All I know is that like Cole got taken out after like the third inning. Oh, that's right. Cole. Cold disaster class. Okay, it's all coming back to me. I like <laughs> blanks. I'm not, I'm not remembering anything. Um, Trevor, we do love Kyle. Throwing up a little heart for him. Um, Dev love. Dev love. <laughs> Kai. That's the other Kai. We have Kai Hendricks. Kai then... Hendog. <laughs> not the Hendog, and then we have Kai Schwarber. <laughs> but did you guys see the picture? Um, someone was at the game and. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but Garrett Cole sounds like Kermit the Frog. Mm-hmm, we know. He sounds like Kermit. And then Someone else is Patrick Mahomes sounds like Kermit. <gasps> yes. Yeah. 
anyway, someone took Kermit to the game. Kermit had a little field trip, Aww. and they held him up next to Garrett Cole in the that's <laughs> in the so bullpen while he was warming up. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I need to kind find funny. that picture. Um, honestly, guys, sometimes I feel bad for Garrett Cole. I don't know about I do too. Y'all, a lot of my friends love him. I actually like Garrett Cole. Yeah, but like a lot of my friends, like, like, like genuinely, like really like him yeah towards the end of the season like one of his last starts he had a complete like just meltdown on the mound i think oh i remember hold on oh god oh never mind i was able to get the game on my phone and i thought that was out but so um cole had like a complete meltdown towards the end of the season when the yankees like postseason spot was like still pretty much on the line and it was like up in the air and Yankees fans literally tore him apart. Like they were like screaming about him on Twitter. And like, yes, I understand. It is frustrating whenever your ace doesn't perform the way he's supposed to. But at the same time, it's like he is literally like I honest, like I could say he's carried the Yankees all freaking year. And does it suck that he didn't perform in like a big spot? Again, he didn't perform in a big spot for the wild card game the way he was supposed to, but I don't know. I still feel kind of bad for him. That's just me. Maybe I, I just feel bad for people a lot. Yeah. You know, I definitely felt bad too. I mean, I respect Garrett Cole. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I like it, it definitely is really hard to keep positive when like the world is like constantly mm-hmm. like out to get you. Yeah. I do admit though that like the whole, his whole like reaction to like the whole like, um, uh, like the sticky stuff that was a little bit annoying and I feel like that's where a lot of like people's frustrations came out because you know they thought he was a cheater or whatever posy mm-hmm. double yay but I do feel like <laughs> a lot of like just like how it is with just like how people are with the Astros in general I feel like people just hold grudges for way too long. Yeah, I feel like we talk about this every single time. Every about- single time, yeah. it always comes back to it. But it's I know. true. Like I think, I think the twenty nine or twenty nineteen. I think the twenty seventeen World Series changed the course of baseball as we know it. Like nothing will ever be the same. Honestly, of that. yeah. Like, like no, I agree. Like genuinely, I think because that happened, baseball will never be the same. Because now it's all about cheating, and it's all mm-hmm. about you know like who is winning, who's losing. And I feel like before that, it just wasn't as big of a deal. Mm -hmm. And I feel like because of that, I feel like Garrett Cole gets like the, like the brunt of the, like the the hate or whatever. Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. Also the thing with like people still holding grudges against the Astros is that they're straight up booing people that were not even like involved on the team, like at all. Like Dusty Baker was getting booed. And for what? (laughs) Like literally for what? (laughs) Which reminds me, didn't Dusty Baker like accuse um who was it? He he like accused them of uh sign stealing. Didn't didn't he? Or do you remember that? The White Sox? Yeah. Oh no. Okay. So freaking Ryan. This bitch Ryan, former MVP vote getter, he was like very upset that the White Sox lost, obviously. But he was so very upset that the White Sox lost, which I get it. It's upsetting whenever he loses. But he went like in his post-game conference and he was like, I mean, they cheated before. Like, what if they're like the I mean, did you like see what was going on back home, like back in Houston when we were playing there? I mean, now look at us. So then Dusty Baker's like, first of all, I don't even know who the fuck you are. Which was kind of funny, but also Dusty Baker, casual who, who question mark. This again? What? Who is this? Ryan Tepper. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. I don't know people on first name basis. He was um, a Cub, and we sent him over to okay. the white, the White Sox. But yeah, Dusty Baker's like, I don't know who the fuck you are, first of all. <laughs> and he just kind of was. That was just another thing, but Dusty didn't accuse them of sign stealing. They uh, must have read the article wrong then. <laughs> Yeah, he was involved in some way, but that's pretty much what happened. Um, Since we just mentioned the White Sox and Astros, like I said, I thought that was going to be a really good series, and I think it ended up being a good series. Um, If we recall correctly, Avery did call the White Sox frauds 
That is true. She Favorite jinxed it. Them she literally jinxed it. Yeah. And I mean, I understand. I definitely understand. No, yeah. Um, I, I do feel bad for them a little bit. When was I, the last time they made the playoffs? They're in the playoffs last year. Okay, they were? Yeah. That's what I thought. Because the way that they were acting, it definitely made it seem like this was like a big deal. I that's, mean, obviously it is, but like. That's the White Sox having the little brother syndrome of Chicago. Yeah, I was going to say. The Cubs will always run Chicago. I don't they care. They were definitely giving up the vibe that this is like, oh my God, like the first time and like whatever. I was like, no, like you were literally here last year. Yeah. Also, I apologize. I did not know that because like I said, I'm a baseball noob and I don't know anything. So if I ask questions and I sound dumb. It's okay. That's it's fine. Just forgive me. I'm learning. What I love about basically baseball is that I feel like we have people of all different kinds, of like knowledge of the sport. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like we're all like learning as we go, which mm-hmm. is fun. We're always educating each other and like, hopefully we're educating you guys a little bit. I have people that don't watch baseball at all. They listen. <laughs> yeah. I con them into listening. I like guilt trip them. I'm like, no, it's I'm so funny. I'm like, please. No, when Maddie and I go out to frat parties, she just like, her like main like part like thing is like be like you know I have a baseball podcast and she like pull out your phone no she'll follow, she'll follow basically on their phones yeah it's no so here's what I do okay um I flirt with them first well yeah I flirt with them enough and so you lure them in I kind of like started off I'm just like talking flirting with these guys and they're like oh yeah haha so like what's your major like what do you want to do I'm like yeah I'm a sports media major and they're like no way that's sick you know the way frat guys talk sick yeah they're like no freaking way I'm like yeah I love baseball blah 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 they're like who who's your team I was like oh I'm the Cubs and usually they're like man what the fuck they're like they're either like yo or they're like ew yeah but anyway so then like I said I'll like mention my major and I'm like yeah I actually have a baseball podcast because of like how much I love the sport and they're like no freaking way I get such a rush because they whip out their phones they whip out their phones and they're like where can I listen and I'm like here I'll look it up for you (laughs) so I don't know if any of them ever listen I just revealed my whole master plan (laughs) they aren't listening (laughs) That would be kind of awkward. Got me. (laughs) Yeah, it's too late now. You're already in. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Though, if it counts, I obviously think you were a cool guy if I was talking to you. If you're listening, (laughs) if we haven't lost you yet. Yes. Um, I doubt they listen because you know, but and if you are listening, I'm usually the tall, awkward one that's standing next to her. So. That's Hit true. me up, guys. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, sure. earrings. Anyways, gosh, how did I get into that? We were talking about the White Sox and Astros. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like I said, that was definitely a good series. Like I, which is completely like I had expected. But again, White Sox, little brother syndrome, like always. Cubs run Chicago. I don't, I don't way care. too many White Sox fans. So do I. I'm like friends with a lot. And like a lot of my coworkers are White Sox fans, which is really weird. Because yeah. for some reason, like everyone that I work with is from the Chicago area. There's a lot of Chicago, a lot of people from the Chicago area come to KU. Yeah. Fun fact. I, I don't know why. I don't know either. Two of my roommates are from like the area. One of them's actually like from Chicago and then the other one's from like a suburb. But there's a lot of Chicago around here, which I think is pretty neat. Mm-hmm. And outside of the state of Kansas, Chicago has the biggest number of like KU alum that live in the city, which is also pretty cool. Which also is very hopeful for me because that's yeah. where I want to live. Because ultimately, the end goal is working for the Cubs, the Chicago Cubes. <laughs> but no, whenever I see someone wearing like a brave shirt, like a brave mm-hmm. hat, and with like it's like that <laughs> Spider-Man meme where you're like, <laughs> and obviously, like I don't wear like. <laughs> stuff every day so like i hope they know like can i tell do you have you guys you guys know that picture it's like at a party and then there's yes. like one person no standing one, at the wall it's no like, one knows that i'm a brave <laughs> that's why i like got my i got my apple watch band now so like hopefully people can kind of see yeah. it yeah um since we were just talking about the al the series that i really liked the most well first of all because did i say the red sox would i don't even remember what i said in my bracket i think i said the yankees no, no, you said that the Rays were gonna beat the Red Sox. I'm pretty sure because I did. I don't, I don't remember what I said in my bracket about the Yankees and Red Sox. I definitely picked the Red Sox. I don't think yeah. I've ever picked you the Yankees. Would never I've, put, 
don't think yeah. I've ever picked the Yankees in my life. You know, like everybody picked the Red Sox. Yes. And then everyone picked the Rays. Yeah. Uh, even I, I, I hate to admit it, but I also did pick the Rays to win. But I was so happy when the Red Sox won. No, literally me too. Um, I thought that was such a good series. I did not expect it to be that good because, was, no. which I'm going to go into a little bit of a rant about this. But I obviously just, I just thought the Rays would, not exactly steamroll, but the Red Sox. a better fight. Yeah. I feel like the Rays just kind of like, like backed up and we're just like. And it almost seemed as if they like forfeited. Like after a while, okay. they just stopped trying. Okay, I'm gonna get into this. Yeah, get into it. I've, teams need to spend money. Okay, it's just straight up. Okay, the Rays obviously very smart on an analytical level. They are ran by like a team of nerds. Which don't get me wrong, that's also essential to running a baseball team. But if you don't pay your players, if you don't actively, um, if you're not active in free agency. If you're not on like constantly like on the market every offseason trying to get these top free agents and paying them what they deserve, you're not you're not going to be as competitive as possible. And yes, don't get me wrong, the Rays were in the World Series last year, but like look at who they lost to. Lost to the Dodgers, who consistently pay so much freaking money. Okay. Like I I mean, they gave Mookie Betts a ridiculous contract last year. Like they signed him. Um, Trevor Bauer as much as we I don't want to talk, talk about, talk about, about it, that. I don't want to talk about like, that. That's but... still a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, the daughters gave Trevor Bauer a lot of money. Um, I don't know how likely it is that Scherzer stays in LA, but regardless, they still made moves and to go out and get like a big star like Max Scherzer. And the Rays just refused to spend money. And that's not going to work in the long term. Like I said, they made the World Series and then they we're against someone who is also like obviously knows what they're doing. The Dodgers are a fantastic team. And that's no doubt. That's why everyone hates them. Cause they're freaking, Good. they're freaking stacked. I saw a tweet that was like, the Dodgers sure could use Kiki Hernandez and Jock Peterson right now. Like, no, they couldn't. Yeah, they're, those they're are bench players on any other, like those are bench players on the Dodgers. Okay. But that just shows how stacked their team is because Jock Peterson starting for LA, not LA. Starting for Atlanta. I yep. talk. Sometimes I get too into things and I like mess up my words. But I, I have a bit of a counter. I don't know if it, <laughs> not necessarily a counter, but more of just like an explanation of your argument with the Rays that like as someone who like is from Florida and has dealt with like like seeing like everything that like Florida taxes go into, like the Rays. And even like the Marlins and also like the Tampa Bay Lightning, they're like tax write-offs. Like they're paid for by the state. So that's part of the reason why they are so stingy with their money is Mm -hmm. because they can only give so much Mm -hmm. because they're pretty much run by the state. Like, like, no, like notice how like new the Rays are. It's because you're being paid for by the citizens of Florida because the citizens of Florida pay for literally everything that's in the state, like yeah. Disney world, all of the sports teams, like that's where it all goes. Oh, we're going to be oh. kicked out of here in 10 minutes. But yeah. So like, that's, I like in the defense of the race, that is why they are so cheap and so stingy because they only have so much money. And that's why like, even like, I remember like I was watching like a rose rotation with Tyler Glass now. And he was talking about how like, even when they're playing home, like in the trop, mm-hmm. they still feel like they're the away team mm-hmm. because they're never going to be anyone's favorite. Yeah. And so it's just like, they kind of like, don't, they've like given up at yeah. this point. But also like at the same time, no one goes, no one goes to the trop, but it's because the Rays don't put out like a, I mean, oh, they, obviously they do put out a good enough product. Okay. I keep mentioning how they made the World Series last year. Yeah. They were just in the postseason. They put out a good product all the time. Not all the time, but like recently they have. And it's just like the supply is there, but the demand really isn't. Yeah. Like, but I feel like if they brought in more big names mm-hmm. and were active in the free agency market, then you will attract more fans. Yeah. Also, no one likes the Trop to begin with. Yeah. Trop is not a good place. But, but like, notice how like, popular they were when they had like Evan Longoria 
and then they traded him and now yeah. it's like no one really cares anymore mm-hmm. and like they were i someone was saying how like even now to this day like the most like seen jersey that you're gonna see when you're like walking around the shop is like evan longoria jerseys mm-hmm. because like people are still attached to that and yeah. even though he's been gone for who knows how many years like what like four or five whatever he's been gone for so long but that's still like the only big name mm-hmm. that they've been able to pull from it yeah and like obviously like Wander Franco is like doing really good yeah but like and like having like a 20 year old play you know at such a high level mm-hmm. is still really cool but like at the end of the day like that's one person and then again you like whenever you have someone like Wander Franco you have to figure out how the hell are we going to pay him to make him stay like how are we going to be able to keep him because back to the cubs okay we obviously had tons of guys that were going to hit free agency after this season and we our ownership was not going to pay money to get all of them to stay we knew we could not get bryant Baez, and rizzo to stay and that's it's fine it's fine i'm fine <laughs> but still again it's like going to be the same situation with the Rays, they're not going to want to dish out the money that Juan Franco is going to ask for at the end of the day. And so they're going to lose their biggest name, probably one of like their biggest name. Okay. Obviously you have Tyler Glass now too. He won't be back for a while. Yeah. And I heard that there are talks of trading. Oh yeah. The Rays um, said, I think the Rays said they're open to trading Glass now. To the Braves! To the Cubs. He's a Cub. He's a Cub, guys. It's so funny because all of my (laughs) friends who don't follow me for baseball, like, follow me for other things, they all thought that Tyler Glasnow was already on the Braves. (laughs) Which is good. We like that. He's a Cube, guys. Talk soon. Talk soon. But that's basically my rant about the Rays. I don't know how you guys feel about it. Is there anything else you guys want to add in? I like the Rays as a whole, but like I said, they need to freaking spend money. Yeah, you made some really good points there. Like, I don't think, I don't have anything to add, so. Anything else? Because I do still kind of want to talk about the series because, first of all, it was game three. Mm -hmm. Yes, game three. Whenever, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So, obviously, we all know about the ground rule double thing. And who was on first? Was it a Rosarina on first? Did you watch the game? Me? Yeah. No, I didn't. I was. But no. First of all, we told Avery we'd mention Nick Pavetta. My beloved, my second favorite Canadian pitcher. Yes. Nick Pavetta, complete masterclass, saved the Red Sox, completely saved Red Sox. I would say, honestly, turned the series with his bird. I was. I wouldn't say like turned, but definitely. Definitely was a, like a very very helpful. I would definitely call him an MVP of that series. Yes. But anyway, Cy Young. Yeah. If you could give a Cy Young yeah. in just a series, it would be him. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> regardless, I don't remember who was on first, but the ball, it was a ground rule double. And obviously the ground rule double runner on first has to go to third, but they were trying to like argue that because the runner would have scored and the Rays would have, um, would have been leading at that point. And Obviously, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because of the walk-off home run that happened. But still, you don't know what could have happened after that double. So if, like, let's say the runner scored, that could have been such, like, a like a morale thing, momentum thing. And then, obviously, you're like, yeah, he's going to stay at third. Sorry, guys. And you don't get the run out of it. So I did feel bad for the Rays in that aspect. But at the end of the day, it kind of didn't matter. But who knows? It might have mattered in the long run. And I think Morale. the Red Sox, because not gonna lie, so I am, I I love the Red Sox, but I don't always like. I always get a little bit preoccupied with like my main team, so I don't always get to watch. So I didn't even notice that they made Nick Pavetta um, a reliever, but I think honestly, it was a really good like good idea because I feel like he definitely has flourished mm-hmm. more as a reliever than as a starter. Yeah, like, I feel like he's made the most like out of these past few weeks of him being in like the bullpen and I think that's like really healthy mm-hmm. because I feel like obviously like you want to you go into the major like you want to be a starter like that's you know everyone all eyes are on you but I feel like I feel like more players need to be comfortable with you know relief 
mm-hmm. like like Max Freed. He, you know, he's you know one of the best pitchers in baseball right now. In the 2019 postseason, he was a reliever, and you know he did all he could. Mm-hmm. And like the Braves sent Drew Smiley down to the bullpen, and he's been doing a lot. So I just feel like mm-hmm. a lot more teams yeah. would be more comfortable with no. setting down starters. No, Pavetta definitely did really well in that performance, which, like I said, I'd call him an MVP of the series, which I'm kind of excited for the Red Sox-Astros matchup in the NLCS, which game one Saturday, I think. Yes. Yes, because there's nothing tomorrow. Yes. That's what it is. My And my mom is trying to force my brother to buy the tickets to go <laughs> because, like, it's funny. Oh, I forgot I was watching. Oh, yeah, we were watching the game. On my phone. <laughs> but, yeah, like, my brother is watching <laughs> And my mom's like, please be a good, be a good son. Buy us tickets to the Red Sox-Astros game. (laughs) That's funny. But um, is there anything else you guys want to add about the Red Sox? Um, Kyle Schwarber, Um, wrap it up. Well, that whole like ground rule double thing, like it just reminded me of the, the um, infield fly roll, I think. Um, Yeah. With, was it the Cardinals and Red Sox? Back in 2013, yeah, yeah, um, and it, I think it causes to run a score, uh, run score, or run. If I remember it correctly, um, and we won the game. We didn't, we didn't win the entire thing, but um, I don't know. It just kind of reminded me of that. It's just like little instances like that can completely change a game, um, like you're saying about the momentum. But like, I don't know. It's just little thing. It's just amazing how little things like that can completely change the course of the game. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, it's definitely interesting to see how stuff like that can like even just change the course of the whole, literally the whole series, you know, but regardless, um, I'm very, still very happy the Red Sox won. I did not think they could do it. Neither did I. I don't literally every single bracket busted. Yeah. Completely busted. Did anyone have them? Literally everyone had the Rays winning. Even Avery? Yeah. Yeah. that's surprising yeah it's so we miss yeah. you Avery I know Avery. I've never recorded without her yes, I've never recorded without her I miss her so much I miss her I miss her so much be like okay here here's the conversation yeah. you weren't a part of yeah no but, I didn't <laughs> but on that note um we're gonna take a short little break and then we're gonna get into intermission intermission the NLDS snack break everyone go take a go eat a snack oh boy We'll be right back. Okay, so we're back. And obviously, the Dodgers and Giants series is still up in the air. That's currently going on right now, literally bottom of the second. So oh, that is, second? yeah, that is not going to end anytime soon by the time we're done recording. Obviously. It's okay. Um, but we can for sure talk about the Braves and Brewers. Anna, I'm very sorry. I'm so sorry, Anna. Anna. As, as like a Braves fan, I genuinely would like extend my like yeah. olive branch to you. It was a rough series. I'll say that. For a while, I thought that you guys like had it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like the kind of person who like has like belief, like no matter what. So like after like two shutouts in a row, I go into this game with Eric Lauer on the mound, and I convinced myself we're going to win. We didn't win. So really nervous. I was afraid that we'd have to face Corbin Burns, Corbin Burns again. Stop. <laughs> and I was like, like hoping it like, I like, like I said, like, I, like Maddie was with me when we watched the first game. Yeah. I was so distraught because I thought that like, if we can't win this first game, we can't win any of them. So I was like, okay, like, good job, Brewers. Like, like, have fun in the World Series. <laughs> but they really turned it around. And, like, genuinely, yeah. like, I was, like, really shocked, really proud. Like, mm-hmm. but admittedly, like, the Brewers did put on, like, a really good fight. And, like, yeah. they almost had us at the end there. Like, on, when was the game? Tuesday? It was, uh, yeah, it was yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. On I came Tuesday, back. I had a really bad migraine. And I was, like not in the mood to watch that game and like for like the longest time I was like okay well the Brewers are winning like congratulations you know good job and then Freddie hit that home run literally while I was in the middle of puking and um I felt like even then I was like okay we're still gonna lose like I just still after that didn't think that we were gonna win and then the game just ended and I was like oh okay guess we won 
I definitely, that was definitely a series that I thought could go either way. Um, mm -hmm. But I don't know. Obviously, I love Freddie Freeman. That's my favorite player that's not on the Cubs. Anyways, that hasn't been a Cub before because obviously you know how I feel about Chris Bryant and Javi. Forever and Anthony. Cubs. Yes. There's like non Cubs and then there's like Forever Cubs. So that makes sense. Jock Peterson, Forever Cub? Yes. Jocktober. Uh, Jorge Soler, Forever Cub? Jorge Soler is a Forever Cub. Yes. Even though he didn't play the last game because he got COVID for some reason. Oh, that's yeah. Can I talk about that? Sure. That was genuinely what, what made me think that we weren't going to win because, you know, we had Jorge batting leadoff and, you know, he's been doing really good batting leadoff. Dansby Swanson, however, is not good at batting pretty much period nowadays. So he went from, he went from the eighth hole to batting leadoff. And that's when I was like, okay, well, we're absolutely fricked to say the <laughs> least because like jorge is literally like our like he was he's probably our closest like re replacement i use i use very lightly replacement for ronald Cunha jr okay. yeah in terms of like hitting so i was like oh like solid like jorge you know consistently batting first i was like okay good we got some back and then he gets covid and i'm like okay well we're screwed because like dansby cannot hit like he's so bad at it like if anything, they would have benefited for a little bit. We had Jock batting first, and, you know, he was doing pretty good. But when I saw Dansby was batting first, I was like, okay, well, good game. Like, have fun, Brewers. But, like, again, like, out of nowhere, they kind of just pulled it out, like, pretty much out of their asses. And mm -hmm. I really hope that, you know, Jorge, I know he probably won't be, but I really hope that he's able to, you know, make it back Saturday because like, I don't, I don't think that we're going to be able to continue that streak. I feel like it was a fluke win, genuinely. Um, definitely, obviously, it all depends on who's going to win this Dodgers Giants game, yes. how that series goes out, or like honestly, that's a series. Like no matter who the Braves play, I think it could go either way. Mm -hmm. I just, just would feel more comfortable losing to the Giants. Anymore with baseball, anything could go either way, no matter what. What I love about October. Oh, never mind. I thought my Zoom crashed. <laughs> I was very scared. Anyway, what I love about October, everything is just very unexpected. Everything's unexpected. You can't, I mean, for example, the Cubs are down three to one. Did we expect the Cubs to come back three to one in the World Series? No. But did they? Yes. <laughs> Amen to that. But so congrats to the Braves. Um, Anna, I know you wanted to talk about a little bit about what you expect out of the like brewers, like especially this offseason. Um, is there anyone like specifically like you're really like looking at for the brewers or like what do you think? Keep trade. Yeah. Like, what do you think like needs to like change? What are your like predictions for the next season? I know you I know you want to talk about that. So floor is all yours, my girl. Okay. Well, um, I will say coming into this series, I had really, really high expectations. Um, I, well, I thought we were going to win in four, and then obviously things did not go our way because they forgot how to hit. So that is obviously what we need to address. Uh, a lot of people want us to fire the hitting coach. I don't really know if that's going to solve much, but basically it just needs to happen. Um, I think we're going to um, – Avi and Escobar, they're hitting free agency, so – probably going to want to get one of those guys back I I don't know who but one of them um and then next season hopefully we can get 2019 Christian Yelich back because I was, little, I was about to ask you about that I was pulling up his fan graphs really quick but um just to like see his exact numbers but do you like see Yelich coming back ever going back to like 2018, 2019 Yelich. Like I, I don't, I don't know if he's ever getting back to like MVP. I think he can be back to like All Star, but like <laughs> from what I like heard from like his like thoughts after the game, it sounded a lot like this. Like at this point, it might be a lot in his head, like a lot of like the self doubt and stuff. So I really hope this offseason he can like get through that because I don't, you can't, you can't do anything with that because like oh. 
mean, his power is like completely sapped. I don't really know what happened to that, but that's what I was thinking. Like, how is there such a big drop off? I'm mm-hmm. I'm looking at his numbers. Um, in 2019, he had a 174 WRC plus, which, if you don't know, that's not to like anyone listening. Me. <laughs> so 100 is average. Yes. So if you're hitting theoretically 101, you're above average, <laughs> technically. But in 2020. He had a 112 with WRC plus, which still above average, small sample size with a short season, but still that's like a 50 point drop off. And then I don't like batting average, but I think this one is our, this is a stat that's like alarming. <clears throat> so 2019 batting 329, 2020, he was batting 205. Ooh. He did improve this season, 248, but it's still like, how do you go from like 325 down to like 205, like like 240s? Like, I don't understand what, I don't understand what changed there, but that's something I would be interested to see, like what he does in the off season, to, like try to correct it. Cause that kind of thing, it does hit players like very mentally. Mm-hmm. Plus like, like we have him for like a long like, time. 2029 now that's a little then we're giving him 250 million dollars i would rather not pay him 250 million to just sit there 250 i mean i don't know it's just gonna have to be how things play out but just basically all we need next year mm-hmm. need the th- big three to continue to produce well got new guys coming up next year oh aaron ashby hopefully he'll stand out next year too um and get some pieces in the off season to improve definitely improve the offense and just kick yeah. those numbers up because pitching can only take you so far yeah i will say aaron ashby's mlb debut one of the worst days of my life best days of my life <laughs> that was one of the worst days of my life so that was, aaron ashby started the game that the cubs started the first inning up seven nothing then jake arietta comes in oh my god cubs lost that game like i think it ended up being 15 Seven. I was about to say it was either 14 or 15 to seven. Yeah. And so no, that was really grand slam. That was like rock bottom. That was literal rock bottom for the Cubs. That was when we still had everybody. Okay. That's yeah. when basically we realized the team's not doing shit. And Never. here's where here's me who's like, this is the point where we send the Cubs into rebuild and we take over from here. And then yeah, obviously, yeah, it was not the magical year I wanted, but still yeah. good moments. So I look back on that moment, uh, that game very happily because I remember sitting, I remember sitting in my living room watching this game, watching and like talk. I remember like when Ashby got called up for that game, like talking to my dad, and I was talking to my dad, and I was like, "They're gonna call up this really good guy," and I've seen tons of him about in the minor leagues. My dad's like, "I have no idea who this guy is. He better be impressive." So sitting here watching this game. And he gives up seven runs and he turns to me and he goes, I don't think this guy is very impressive. I don't think we're going to win this game. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and I go, when I have to do something for like an hour and I come back and it's seven, four, and I go sit down in front of the TV, boom, we're up, we're up seven, we're like up seven, eight. And then just coasting from there. That was, that was a great game in my opinion. We're in the midst of like, literal of games too. Comes so. out a lot of games during that stretch, but after the like top half of the first inning, like I said, Cubs were up seven, nothing. I felt comfortable with the Cubs for the first time in like a week or two. And then that just showed that you can never trust men ever. True. Trust no man, not even the Chicago Cubs. Actually, that's a lie. The Cubs follow me on TikTok now. It's true. Yeah. So that's also scary. (laughs) I wanted to put in my two cents about Christian Yelich. Okay. Okay. So obviously in this series, I'm glad that his slump put us in the lead. Like I, I'll be very, you know, black and white about it. Like, uh, like I definitely use that, like see that as an advantage mm-hmm. for any opposing team, obviously. But like as just like a person, and like when you see someone who, for such, you know, like for a while was mm-hmm. seen as like the face of baseball, it's it is like it's disheartening like even if you don't necessarily like their team like that's kind of how I feel about like Cody Bellinger like Mm -hmm. I don't I don't love the Dodgers but it just sucks when you see someone that you know has capability and has the ability like to be in such a slump and again like it goes back to the whole like mental thing because that's like something that I'm really like big on is like mental health in sports 
So like when I see like people like Christian Yelich, who I know can be really good at baseball, when you see them going through these slumps, it's like, well, like what can like, what can organizations do to help them? Exactly. Because like, obviously, because like we see with the Giants, like they're doing such good things for mental health and baseball and they're, you know, they're making it, you know, like a priority and, you know, they're talking about it and they have like specialists and all that, but like when you see like other teams where it's like some players are like genuinely like it's almost like a cry for help it's like yeah where like when when is an appropriate time to step in yeah mental health for sure needs to be a much bigger thing in sports I think Mm -hmm. and um I think people both fans and organizations really downplay the way that mental health will definitely f with your playing the way it will mental health just can mess with your production in anything you do and um people just like don't realize it like it's your mental health that's affecting you it's more like oh they're just being lazy they're just not doing what they're supposed to blah 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 they're they just suck like on baseball like sports they're like oh they just suck now blah 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 like okay first of all they maybe suck now because their mental health is bad and then their mental health is bad because like they're not producing and that's why it got that bad in the first place so it's like a never literally a never-ending cycle unless someone steps in Try to get someone the help they need. Um, over the summer, the story about Drew Robinson came out, and I think that was very, very important for baseball. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, not just baseball, but like sports in sports, general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just wrote, or I just did a speech in my communication class um, about uh, mental health in sports, and I talked about, I talked about Drew Robinson, and I also talked about like Freddie Freeman's comments about mental health in sports, which. Again, like I know a lot of people on this podcast like are like they go hard for Freddie, but like a lot of his comments that he makes about mental health and just like versus physical health in sports does really like upset me because like his, you know, his like that article that came out a few weeks ago about how he was like, unless you're like literally dying, like you should be playing baseball. I just felt like that was like really dismissive of, you know, you know, players mental health because, you know, like Dansby Swanson is really like outspoken about his mental health when it comes to sports. So I feel like, and like the Braves, I f- I'm pretty sure the Braves have like the least amount of players that have like taken more than like three or four days off. Like they like are the most consistent. And that's because like Freddie like puts it in their brain that like you should not be yeah. taking off unless mm-hmm. you are literally like on your deathbed. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in sports, that's like really not a good mentality to mm-hmm. have because, you know, like mental health over you know physical health or whatever obviously like you want to be at your top and you know even if you are really physically healthy or whatever you know you might not mentally be in the right spot because I mean professional sports is such you know such pressure and it can really get to your head yeah well even like even if you're batting 300 you fail all the time yep Mm -hmm. like that's just that's just the way it is like sports is constant failure constantly constant work to try to be better and um that takes a toll on people it definitely does and um like I said I everyone knows I love Freddie Freeman and those comments are super disappointing Mm -hmm. because someone um I would say like literally Freddie Freeman's like the captain of he is the Braves you know everyone on the team calls him like their captain like and so manager like whenever your supposed captain is like you need to be doing this like this no matter what it's like the same effect as like your shitty boss at work that's demanding so much out of you when you're like at your wits end and it's like no no days off like or even like if you're like I don't know like if you're in high school and your parents are constantly like harping you for like your grades or whatever you know that's like it's like the same thing like like you want to you obviously want to impress the people that are above you mm-hmm. and obviously you want to be in their good graces so you're not going to do anything to go against them and again like I you know again you know not to like you know shit on Freddie or whatever but like I feel like that position that he's in like the position of power it definitely it seems kind of like an imbalance because like even his teammates have said that like sometimes like even if Brian Snicker the manager of the Braves gives them an order they won't actually acknowledge it until freddie gives them the go-ahead which i think is really weird because it's like yeah he's your captain but like 
He's not your boss. Exactly. He's not the boss <laughs> he's not of the you. Manager. He's literally just some guy. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, he might get paid a little bit more mm-hmm. than you, but like, technically you guys are all like equals. Yeah. Like no one mm-hmm. is more important on a baseball team. Yeah. But we got into this conversation where we were just talking about Christian Yelich, which again, moral of the story is that mental health and sports is important. Yes. Mental health is, should be treated the same way as like physical health. And again, that makes me say, speaking of y'all, he's on this commercial right now, <laughs> but so I hope, obviously I hope he's doing okay because obviously it's a lot whenever players aren't performing, especially whenever he's seen the way that he can play. But, um, since we all have teams that have been eliminated, I well, think a good way to end this would maybe be talking about which potential free agents does everybody want? I want Correa. Uh, Correa did an interview and he said he loves Chicago. He said he wants to play at Wrigley Field. So it's like, Correa's a cub? Question mark. What about you guys? Who does everybody want to join their old squad? Um, I'll go. Um, for me, I mean, my team is not really like, we don't really go out and like we sign like the big players. We usually do like the little trades or whatever like that. But like, if I were to like focus in on like my dream, I don't know. I'd probably want, like, I think we, if we don't get Escobar back, we either need, we need a solid first baseman. I think Freddie and Rizzo are both hitting for agency this year. So probably I would want to pick up maybe one of those would be good for that. And then if I'm just like taking anyone I want, I probably want Korea too. Just, oh, yeah. <laughs> just some stuff around there. You could probably teach Wong how to play first base. He can play second. <laughs> Perfect infield. <laughs> and then, yeah, probably one of those. It would break my heart if Rizzo went to the Brewers. Yeah. But convert all the NL Central players into Brewers. No. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lorelai, I know there's some rumors. Well, not like rumors, but I know Cardinals fans really want Scherzer because he's, I think he's, he went to Columbia. Well, he went to Mizzou. Oh, he but did? He, yeah, he's from like the St. Louis area. So they're like, he's coming home. Bring him home. He's coming home. I mean, I don't know. That's a really tough call. I mean, I don't know if the Cardinals would have the money for that. Um, plus, like, I don't know. It's just, it's just hard to tell with with Mozeliak. Um, it was, I think, uh, it was a freaking miracle that we got Arenado the way we did. Yeah. So like, getting Scherzer, it's like. It just seems like a pipe dream to me, honestly. I would like Scherzer, but like, it, I don't know. It seems unrealistic to me, but I'm also a huge pessimist. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, one sec. What am I trying to look up? Uh, oh gosh, what was I gonna say? I don't even know. Who um, do you think Arenado plays better next year? Like hypothetically, like he kind of. I wouldn't say he struggled, but. He did kind of struggle the, like the first half of the year. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like he, I think like he was like consistent enough, but like he yeah. wasn't like living up to the hype. Yeah. But, he was batting, like, um, sorry, I pulled up his fan graphs super quick just to look at like exact numbers, but he's batting 255 with 113 WRC plus. And I know Nolan Arnauto can play better than that. So do you think? He, he really did start showing up like in the second half. Um, think especially during that 17 game winning streak um but I think he can come back and bounce back next year because I think like once like the hopes for the playoffs came up again like that that really fired him up so like if we just kind of like keep if he just keeps that like momentum that he had like if he remembers that feeling of actually getting into the playoffs I think he I think he can play like how he usually does so before he was tragically traded, um, <laughs> I loved him. He, again, there was like, it's been Freddie. And then before it was Nolan, my favorite on cup. I literally went to, um, it was like, it was the, it was a Rockies Cardinals game in St. Louis. Like literally I was like, I want to go see Nolan. I want to see Nolan play. And like, it was, oh God, what year was it? Well, I do remember Bella. Yeah, I remember. Okay, I met her at that game. It was, I think, it was like 2017 when I met her. But you seriously met her before? Yeah. 
my god I didn't even know that I don't even remember yeah. that I, yeah like, that's no, so I'm, cool. at, I'm at Bella at that game but regardless like I said I was there to see Nolan so I love him <laughs> I loved that man now he broke my heart and he's a cardinal also he shaved his head yeah he's bald Not a good he's bald <laughs> You used to look like Matt Barzal, and now he just looks ugly. <laughs> Anyways, I was going to ask Sarah a question, but she left the call. Oh, wait, what? I yeah. know she was about to speak next. I know. I was going to ask her something. Um, Sarah, where'd you go? Well, but, oh, another thing about Scherzer. Um, people have mentioned maybe the possibility that he takes, like, the hometown discount. Because... Back to Detroit. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys seen the, <laughs> the bobblehead? I'm promoting this episode with the bobblehead. I was gonna say, can we please use that as a graphic? Yeah, I'll tweet the I'll tweet the picture of the bobblehead. Like new episode. <laughs> but uh, do you guys have anything else you maybe want to add about Literally, Raves and Four? Raves and Four. Yeah. Can I talk about how how I want the rest of the series to go? Sure. Okay. So I think it's been. I, I think they announced that Max is starting on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like that can really get us off to a really good start um, because Max is, like, really consistent mm-hmm. with his playing. I think yeah. he has, like, the, like one of the lowest ERAs right now in the postseason. So I feel like going into the postseason, I should say. So I feel like if we can get Max off to – Max can get us off to a really good start, I feel like that will be <clears> – <throat> excuse me. I think that will really set the tone for the – this coming up series. Obviously, I don't know who we're playing yet. Um, um, speaking of that games, yeah, fairly uneventful right now. Yeah, so I don't know who we're playing yet. So, but I feel like either way, I feel like Max could be a really good. Yeah. <coughs> I'm um, sorry, I'm choking. It's okay. And then yeah, so and I think if he can get us that win in the first game, it might be a really good mm-hmm. insurance because like I think our the three starters that we're using right now is um, Max Free, Charlie Morton, and Ian mm-hmm. Anderson. And all three of them are really consistent. So, obviously, I don't know as much about, like, I know Giants pitching is really good, except for when it's not. Yeah. <laughs> like, Kevin Gossman is very, like, hit or miss with his pitching lately. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, Logan Webb is super good. Yeah. He's doing really good right now. But Who would you say would start? Um, Sarah's back. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> and Avery said she's about to pop on. Okay. But um, really quick. What was I going to say? God, where was I going with that? You were. Oh, who do you think? Who do you think would start game four for you guys? Uh, like, of this series coming up? Yeah. God, probably Max again. I feel like, I feel like the- On short rest? Uh, well, I don't, again, I don't know because well, that's I what guess, we've been doing. I guess you do have a travel day account in there, but still. If, if anything, it would be um, Waskar and Noah or who, by the way, is also really good. Yeah. He's just kind of inconsistent. Avery's here. Hi, Avery. <laughs> but yeah, it would probably either be Waskar Noah, who is, um, he is kind of inconsistent, but like, I feel like under the pressure, he's just pretty good. Um, or it would be Jesse Chavez. Um, he's actually one of our relievers who is actually really stepped up. He's started like four or five games this season, yeah. and he's usually good for three or four innings. So I feel like if he can get us like over that hump, like the first three or four innings, and that's when we start going into our yeah. bullpen and Luke Jackson, literally one of the best relievers out there. Like I argue with the wall. He's <laughs> so good. He's really good at getting getting them out of really, you know, tight spots. Mm-hmm. And then Will Smith has been doing pretty good closing lately. He's also very scary to watch. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you've like watched Brave Braves games where he's closing and it's mm-hmm. it's either he's when he's on, he's on. But when he's off, he's literally like on another planet. It's so like that's yeah. always really scary. But I definitely feel like it could mm-hmm. be like yeah, yeah. I don't know why I said like a couple minutes ago. I was like, oh, since everyone's team's been eliminated, as I know, I literally, literally was about to say something, and I was like, mm, I'll just, I'll just be quiet. You're literally just sitting right there. Anyway, yeah. The Braves obviously not eliminated. We just went into that earlier. Um, Sarah, I was just gonna ask you. Um, we were talking about like potential free agents. We would want our our eliminated teams to get. Not Avery though. <laughs> You'll be safe though. Avery and her Red Sox. Avery and her Red Sox. We get to talk about this now because we have nothing else to look forward to. <laughs> Yay. I've converted everyone into Red Sox fans. That's Red true. Sox I was very happy. I'm very happy. 
Well, they've always been like a Red Sox fan. They've always been like an AL team, quotation marks, but. Sir, are they kind of your AL team too? Yes, definitely. Exactly. (laughs) I was telling him earlier that my mom is trying to convince my brother to buy my family tickets to go to the first game. I love that. I really hope they do because I'll that is them. so cool. I hope they do too. Yeah. See, everyone, everyone bully Jack into buying my family tickets. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> jealous. Jack brother. <laughs> Jack. Derogatory brother. Derogatory brother. <laughs> no, I have so many Jacks. It's Jack brother, Jack derogatory, Jack affectionate, and Jack coworker. Why do you know so many Jacks? I, it's a common name. Yeah. It's always those J names. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'll stay away from them. If there's yeah. anything that you should take away from today's podcast episode, is stay away from J name. Yeah. What's a J name in baseball that I can't stand? Are we going to wrap up soon? Mm-hmm. Y'all think of any J names I can't stand? Joaquin Benoit. <laughs> I was about to say Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly! <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I have like, he reminds me of the Joker, but like in a cool way. Joe Kelly? Yeah. Like, I want to hate him so bad. Like, I genuinely want to hate him. Joe Kelly in his Joker era. But there's just something about him that just makes me, like, love him. And I hate I'm it. During his Joker era. I'm a lot like Joker. <laughs> From the movie, <laughs> The Joker. Joker. <laughs> I love his kids. Yeah, his I love Ashley. Really I love Ashley. I love the kids. Joe. He is cute. I love Knox. He's literally, like, my favorite. Yeah. Oh, you know who has really cute kids? Who? Garrett Cole. Oh my gosh, yeah. His son is literally the cutest baby I've ever seen. I don't even like kids. Oh yeah. I don't like kids, but he's cute. Yes. <gasps> the whole Cole Crawford family. Oh my god, it's adorable. Oh, okay. Yes! Yeah. They're so cute. I love okay, so when I went to Coors a couple weeks ago, they were playing the Giants. Mm-hmm. And every time a player came up to bat, they'd have like some fun fact on the um like screen they have in the outfield. And for one of Crawls at bats, it was like brother-in-law is Garrett Cole I thought it was so funny yeah no and like the like today like Amy put uh put uh their baby in like a little Crawford shirt it was so oh my god now we need to look supporting Uncle Bran today and I was like ah on on Instagram or on her story okay that's (laughs) so cute that's so freaking precious but um Avery do you want to talk about Nick Pavetta (laughs) yes yeah I literally just came on here to talk about Pavetta um I don't know game three was like insane for me we yeah. started to well to my time and it literally ended at like 8 30 um very long day very stressful yeah. I was like obviously going in everyone was like okay Pavetta is gonna start game four but um what's his face Cora <laughs> texted him before the game and was like spikes on like you have to be ready in the pen blah 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 and so I was just like sitting there eating dinner and I have like the little at bat notifications on my watch. So I was like, you know, I have like the pitching change notification on and whatever. So I was just sitting there and um, I got the notification. And it was like, Nick Pavetta relieves Garrett Whitlock. And I was like, Ex- come again, excuse me. Um, so yeah, I was very nervous. Obviously it was like even scarier for me since he's like, my favorite person and I just want him to do well and people are very like they can be so mean to him which makes me sad he's like average so I'm like guys calm down but um it's just amazing like I think it's so cool he's obviously he isn't like super emotional all the time when it's in like some random game but like I remember he pitched seven shutout against like the A's and he was like that like running off the mound yelling and I don't know I was reading I don't know if you guys saw but the athletic had an article on him and like the um like a bunch of the photos of him coming off the mound from game three and everything but um it was really just like you know my reactions and my emotion everything kind of show how much like I care about the game and stuff and I just think that's super cool because um last year the Red Sox were like so incredibly boring and it was just like the worst thing ever without AC and with um, them just being awful. So it's kind of a nice change of pace. And obviously I love Pavetta and he did amazing. So it was a great night in general. No, literally I was like so freaking happy for you. 
Oh my gosh. I was like, so funny. Avery. I had like three people text me and they were like, oh my God. (laughs) I love when that happens. I love when you like have like a player that is just so obviously yours that like you care about so much that if they do anything, like flooded with messages like it makes me like like the fact that like people perceive me and like associate me with a certain person makes right me so happy and I was so excited I was like he's getting so much recognition but like if you ask some random person on Twitter they'd be like probably be like who is Nick Pavetta but I was like everybody was talking about him and it made me so happy and um Megan the Giants fan texted me and she was like wait I thought he was starting game four and I was like <laughs> me too. but it was kind of cool because it was like a little like Evaldi in game three of the world series situation where you know he's supposed to be going tomorrow and he comes out and just like he shoves in relief so it was just kind of really it was cool to see and obviously I was very happy yes okay (laughs) so when so is it even in the NLCS it's five games and then no no it's seven yeah Yeah, it's seven yeah Okay, so yeah. it's seven for the NLCS and the World, World Series. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to. Oh, oh my gosh, that shirt, the little baby shirt is so cute. It is small. The front says like Crawford, Crawford a bunch of times, and the back has like his number on it. That's so adorable. Of like Garrett and Brandon like holding his hand like at the All Star game. No. Oh my god. I think she posted it on her Instagram, but it's good. I need to see. I must find it. I think Amy posted mm-hmm. it. But um, we have about like four minutes left on this call and we were wrapping up anyway, but is there anything else you guys wanted to add in really quick? Um, Carlos Cray is a cub. That's what I want to add in. He will be. Oh. And at best thing. As long as he doesn't go to the Yankees, I hope he is <laughs> New York does anywhere. not want him. New York does, New York not, does want not want him. him. I don't him. think he wants New York either. No. I know. I saw something and it was like, Crawford or sorry not Crawford I'm looking at the Crawford pictures it was like um Correa obviously wants to be in New York like no he doesn't we have threatened him so many times I'm like I do not think that is correct personally he doesn't want to go yeah oh my god that picture is so cute they're holding Uh each other's hands Uh, the oh my god and the picture on I don't know what their kid's name is on his shirt is the same as the picture they're taking. It's like a picture of Crawford and Cole holding hands with him in the middle. I think his name's Caden. That's Caden. That is so cute. Yeah, I think it's Caden Cole. Um, the Dodgers Giants game still relatively uneventful, though Max Scherzer is available in the bullpen. Yeah, he's, he's ready. warming up in the bullpen. He's right ready. Now. He's ready to go. Matt Max. He didn't be doing anything in the postseason, I guess. Yeah, well, Giants have had such hard contact with literally nothing, which kind of like really sucks. Yeah, when it's a, an elimination game, you. Giants love yeah. like stranding base runners. Vamos gigantes. Yep, vamos, vamos gigantes. gigantes. <laughs> Leave it at that. Honestly, same. I think I want to title this Vamos Gigantes. Yeah, that's our title. Yeah. Oh, Avery, you missed it. I said I was also going to promote the um, episode using the Max Scherzer bobblehead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> love it. But on that note, again, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we will see you after the um, championship series and we will be ready for the World Series, oh which baseball is ending soon and I don't like it, Hopefully, but I'm very scared. It's what it is. Hopefully um, next time we talk, I'll be in a really good mood. Uh, if not, don't text. Don't perceive her. Don't perceive me. When the Braves, sorry, if the Braves lose, I don't, no one talk to me. I'll be in mourning. I'm so glad the Cubs are obviously, I mean, obviously they're out. They're not fucking playing right now. That's oh, like that's four. Five. I think that's five. Oh, that's five. That's four or five. That's good. If Tess was here, we'd be at like 10. We kept it. Honestly. <laughs> right. Tess couldn't make it. So we're good. Because you made me conscious of it. I did try, but like, if you hadn't, I would have. Yeah. But, but okay. Yeah. And on that note, we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.